0: Hello! Welcome to Academy Days, a Christian Fiction Podcast for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Welcome to the story. Academy Days, Episode 44, Island Paradise London Pella stood on the front porch of the Lighthouse Manor and watched the waves foam and ripple against the beach. She curled her bare toes against the grey boards of the porch. Everything smelled salty, warm. Jog. She should take a jog along the beach. Never mind that running had never been her thing. She dashed upstairs, found shoes, and scampered back towards the front door. Hold on, said a voice from the kitchen. London turned, her hands occupied in twisting her hair up out of her face. Rules first, then you can explore. The woman in the kitchen doorway folded her arms. Oh, good afternoon, Mrs. Harpoon. Hopkin. Ms. Hopkin. Oops, sorry. I was half asleep during introductions earlier this morning. Miss Hopkin's mouth didn't move into a frown or a smile. Rules first, come in and sit down. London shuffled into the kitchen. Hmm, actually, breakfast would be good or was it lunchtime? Mom and Dad sat at the kitchen table, heads drooping over cups of coffee. Miss Hopkin, would it be okay if I ate something while we talked? I remember Mr. Berger saying something about cereal and yogurt. Sit, Miss Hopkin pointed to the chair next to Mom. You don't have to serve me. Rule number one, I am not a servant. This is my house. And I am a lighthouse keeper, not a babysitter, baker, or laundress. You do for yourself around here. Oh, okay. London hooked her feet around her chair legs, an elbow nudged mom. Military sergeant, much. Rule number two. Don't litter, bother the wildlife, make campfires, or mess with the gear in the lighthouse. Wasn't that four rules? Rule number three, never go swimming alone. London nodded. Oh, yeah, my parents have always said. Rule number four, don't do anything a ridiculous teenager would do. London opened her mouth, her head cocked to nod and froze for a second. She snapped her mouth closed and squinted. Mom chose that moment to return the elbow nudge. Rule number five, don't draw attention to the island in any way, shape, or form. I agreed to host this safe house because I like isolation. She planted a hand on London's shoulder. Don't ruin it for me. And then she was out the back door. London massaged her shoulder. Ridiculous teenager. Like, is that a particular brand of teenager? Or does Ms. Harpoon think all teenagers are useless? London, be respectful, Dad said. Isn't she something? Mr. Berger strolled into the kitchen, his eyes fixed on the window over the sink. What is it you teenagers say? Cute, isn't she cute? Who? London gasped. Hopkins? No. The blunt response popped out of London's mouth, and she clamped her hand to her face. Uh, like her mom probably thought. I-, I mean, maybe when she was a baby? Though the thought of a child-sized Miss Hopkins was slightly nightmarish. Mom sputter swallowed a sip of coffee. London? She pressed a napkin to her mouth, coughing. Mr. Burgers scratched his chin. Teenagers don't know attractive when they see it. London stood and edged towards the kitchen door. Time for a run, a run to get far away from the adults on this island, who all seemed to think anyone below twenty was dumb. Hold on, Mr. Burgers said. Hopkins gave you some preliminary instructions. Now it's time for the official list of safe house regulations. London sighed and grabbed a coffee cup off the open shelves of a sideboard. I hope it involves a PowerPoint with embedded video because I'm a visual learner. Nope, just my melodious voice. Stirring milk into her coffee, London joined the group at the table and slumped into a chair. Wow, I bet Flander and Geneva will be so sad they missed all this. Your brother's missions trip to remote villages in South Africa puts him safely off the grid, Mr. Burgers said. And your sister and her husband chose the perfect time to take their delayed honeymoon backpack trip across Europe. Since they're so adverse to social media, they should be able to go silent quite effectively. We doubt Thornton wants leverage enough to go find either one of them. Reminds me to be married and living in a jungle. The next time you guys make somebody mad, London said, eyeing her parents over the rim of her coffee cup. You'd never survive so far from a build-your-own frozen yogurt dessert shop, Mom said. Well, maybe I'll move to the jungle just to start one. I bet they love frozen yogurt in the jungle, the climate being so humid and... Mr. Verger's cleared his throat. "'All right, listen up, because this is important, very important. We're here to keep you safe, so let's discuss this whole business in detail.'" An hour later, London set off on a jog—a fast walk, actually—along the hardened edge of sand just out of reach of the waves. The area where the boat had docked was clear, but further down the shore the terrain varied from rocky to small cliffs and back to beach again. She kept moving, arms and legs pumping. Someone would seriously like to harm her parents, or use them as leverage. Somehow, even after hearing of Thornton's anger, the sheer danger of her family's situation hadn't sunk in, but Mr. Burgers had made it clear. No one, no one could know they were here. Even a quick phone call to Carmen or Lacey could trigger a series of events that could lead Thornton's thugs here to the island. London pulled herself up and dove a pile of rocks and collapsed onto the ground in a sheltered beach. She laid back, sun warmed sand cocooning her back, and squinted up into the azure brilliance of the sky. She was in danger. Her parents were in danger. Impossible. The world was too beautiful. London closed her eyes. If Carmen, Lacey, and Nora were here, they'd go swimming together and hiking and picnic. Or if Zoe were here, they'd lay in the sand and talk about boys. Except she and Zoe weren't really friends anymore. Even if London got to start her senior year on time, who would she hang out with? Rilla Myers, who spent most of her days laughing at someone. Wendy Wells, who gasped and whispered in between giggles. Nora and Lacey would be around, sure, but they weren't in her grade. The air fell still, the breeze settling down for a moment, and the waves were like a constant hush, hush, hush of a librarian. London sat up. This was all too, too closed in. Not like a room, but like the sky was wrapping around her, leaving her all alone in a bubble of sunlight and air. But sunlight and air and sky should be shared with friends. Being alone like this was like flushing days of time down the toilet. They wouldn't count. A bird swooped past, its wings sending a breeze against London's cheek. Ew! London nearly somersaulted to her feet. Gross. Birds are disgusting. She glared at the fowl now pecking at something in the seaweed. You are gross. Grabbing onto rocks and weeds, London pulled herself up out of the beach area. A short distance away, a rough path wound through the scrubby landscape. Maybe it would be a shortcut back to the house. Enough fresh air and nature. What I would really like right now is a restaurant and a group of friends eating cheeseburgers, London mumbled. She trudged towards the path, eyes on the ground. This must be what it felt like to be forgotten, to be lonely. Everyone gathered on the front porch of the house that evening, everybody except the second marshal who was on patrol. Apparently there was a third marshal somewhere on the island too, but London hadn't seen him yet. Mom handed around glasses of strawberry milkshake she concocted with the frozen fruit she'd discovered in the freezer. Each glass sported a leafy sprig of garden tea. Leave it to Mom to decorate an after-dinner snack. London sipped the cool drink as the adults talked. Look, Mom whispered, easing onto the porch swing next to London. She nodded toward Mr. Berger's. He was grinning at Miss Hopkins and all she was doing was explaining the technology of the lighthouse to Dad. It was like Mr. Burgers thought Ms. Hopkins was actually interesting and attractive. He likes her, Mom giggled. London almost fell off the porch swing. Nuh-uh. Oh, that was just weird. Tell him how you weathered the storms of the 90s, Ivy. Mr. Burgers said, and tipped his chair back against the house, his hands behind his head. Ivy, Miss Hopkins' first name, apparently. Yep, he liked her. He was willing to hear a boring story about weather for a second time. I wonder if he's told her how he feels, Mom whispered. I hope not. The words popped out of London's mouth loud and clear. Mr. Burgers glanced over. Mom gave the swing a sudden shove. Swing, London, she chirped. Isn't the ocean beautiful? Mr. Burgers turned back to Miss Hopkins' hurricane tale. Bully, and people thought teenagers were nuts. Being stuck on this island with a bunch of adults was going to take a kind of fortitude never needed for the navigation of school hallway drama. I'm going to make a special dinner, Mom said, jouncing down on the edge of London's bed. Candles, appetizers, cloth napkins. London squinted into the morning sunshine. What are you talking about? I'm talking about getting Mr. Burgers and Miss Hopkins together. They need to see each other all dressed up. That's when their eyes will be opened. Mom spread her arms wide. To What? London, you know, the first half dozen times I saw your father, he was wearing a bandana around his head and either scraping varnish off a table or mowing the lawn. The day he wore something that wasn't stretched out or stained, I knew. London grabbed her water bottle off the nightstand and chugged half its contents. What was Mom talking about? How could she be so thrilled about anything before drinking her morning smoothie? If Mr. Burgers would shower and then wear fresh clothes to dinner, and if Miss Hopkins would wear a nice dress. London moaned and rolled off the opposite side of the bed. Excuse me while I go lose myself somewhere on this desert island for the next 12 hours. You don't want to help me? Um, no, not really. London clumped down the hallway to the bathroom. Well, I wish you would. Mom's voice trailed after her. Anyway, don't put the pineapple in your smoothie. I'm using it in a recipe. London slowly turned around and trudged back towards Mom. She slumped against the doorframe. How can you be so cheerful when we had to leave home or be intimidated by a spoiled thug when none of our friends knows where we are when life is awful mom bowed her head i can't let it get to me london she raised her chin i don't think that's what i'm supposed to do supposed to do london slid to the floor did dad tell you to keep a stiff upper lip or something no mom pulled the sheet taunt up to the pillow then fluffed the quilt London, self-pity is a free and easy pastime, but it puts a lump in my throat and gives me a headache. I'd rather not be ill. London swallowed and rubbed her forehead. Come to think of it, she did feel sort of flu-like. But it's like, I don't know, everything is out of my control. What if we're here so long I can't graduate on time? What if we go back home next week, but I have no one to hang out with my senior year of school? What if I miss out on... Snap! Mom gave the throw blanket one swift shake. What if we enjoy this island like it's a paradise instead of a prison? What if we get to know the people right in front of us? She folded the blanket and dropped it onto the end of the bed. She padded over to London and sat on the floor next to her. What if we paint that powder room next to the kitchen? That seashell wallpaper must go. London felt a smile twitch on her lips. Holly's the decorator. What if? Mom ran her fingers through London's hair. What if we take this time to get quiet and let God do some interior work, too? London bent forward, letting Mom work the tangles from her hair. Come to think of it, she hadn't prayed once since Mom and Dad had broken the news. Everything had been so wonky. Yeah, she'd find that lonely beach this morning and enjoy the quiet. Because, really, she wouldn't be there alone after all. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. And thank you once again to everybody who has taken the time to leave a review. Be back soon.